calling all Enneagram type nines. They call us the peacemakers, the mediators, the harmonizers, and even the comfort-seeking, self-forgetting, conflict-avoiding, anger-repressing, agreeable, procrastinating, indecisive, passive-aggressive, yet undeniably likable sweethearts of the Enneagram who just want everyone to get along. Sound like you? Welcome to Meek Not Weak, a podcast for type nines who are ready to take up space in this world, to know that they matter, to fully engage in life as the brave captain of their own ship. And bonus points if we can do this without sacrificing our naps, sweatpants, snacks, and alone time. If all this sounds good to you, you're in the right place and you're not alone. I'm Kimberly Eclipse. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, Type 9s? Welcome to another episode of Meek Not Weak. I confess I totally messed up uh, because last week I was supposed to drop a mini episode on Tuesday, but I failed to do so because I was actually away on a family vacation. And my intention was to pre-record an episode before I left for the trip and then schedule it to automatically post on the Tuesday that I was away, Um, which by the way, when I was gone, I was gallivanting, enjoying the magical place that we Americans call Maine. Um, Public service announcement, guys, if you've never been to Bar Harbor, Maine, you have to ask yourself, have you truly lived? Really? Reflect on that question and journal about it because, oh my gosh, Bar Harbor, you have to Google it. It's got the epic coastline views, um, you know, those rocky, cliffy beaches. There's a quaint town right on the water with lots of great places to eat and shop. It's the home of Acadia National Park, which has so much to do and lots of cool spots. Um, It's the perfect destination for families over the summer. You guys would love it. It's amazing. Um, Oh, and bonus points because it's not terribly hot or humid in the summer months up in Maine. And so there are like no mosquitoes which I really appreciate because I'm a mosquito magnet. Like in the summer, this has always been the case from when I was a kid until now. You know, as a Pennsylvania person slash former New Yorker, once it hits June, I'm basically a walking mosquito bite who happens to be able to, you know, speak and think. (laughs) But basically, I'm one large brown mosquito bite with hair on top. So anyway, Maine, I love you and thank you for giving me my humanity back in the summer months. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so that was kind of like a long infomercial. Wow. But let's get back on track here. So in order for me to have pre-recorded an episode before I left for the trip, I would have had to be good at things that I'm not particularly good at. And these are things that I've heard from many other nines um, that are are just a struggle for us, for, for peacemakers in general. So I'm talking about time management. Um, I'm talking about 
multitasking, getting tons done and checking off all the things on on your to-do list, including all the optional like stretch goals that would be nice to have done, but no biggie if they're not. Um, And then consistency. Consistency is really tough. It's the ability to Uh, take action and reach goals regularly, no matter how you're feeling physically or or emotionally. Um, And honestly, when it comes to all that kind of stuff, when it comes to um, things needing to get done, get done fast and get done well, when I'm in that position, I am just like, Jesus, take the wheel (laughs) because I can't naturally do that stuff on my own without divine intervention. If you want things to get done, get done fast, get done well on a tight deadline, please don't call me. Ask someone else to do it. Ask my sister to do it. She will probably do it. She is either a two wing three or maybe a three wing two. We're not sure yet. And she has really strong Capricorn vibes. She can do it. Ask my sister. But whatever you do, don't ask me because I will probably not hit a home run with it. I'd probably just do the most important part of it and do it well enough Um, but also definitely do it with love, with good intentions and a good attitude, if that counts for anything. Um, but that's all I can promise. Now, nines who are totally feeling me on this, but, uh, maybe not completely. And I'm talking about, you know, the trouble with consistency specifically. I know that there are nines Well, uh, generally speaking, nines are very capable of knocking things out of the park when we want to. And I would say that would be the key part of that statement. When it's really important to us, when success helps us keep things running harmoniously externally or makes us feel at peace internally, we can knock things out of the park. We can draw from that line to... Uh, the type three that we have, and really step up to the plate, take action, do a great job when we're really passionate about, you know, that thing um, and when we're in the zone. And this is especially true about social nines. These are nines who, um, you know, their primary instinct is to find safety, security, and identity in a group and fulfilling the needs of that group. So that type of nine um, can a lot of times operate like a three and they might not feel like they have a problem with consistency, especially when it comes to meeting the needs of the group or their family. Um, But when that's not the default setting for nines, um, which it really isn't. Even for the social nines, like that that type of consistency and hit it out of the park um, success, 
and the organization, time management, that is not our default setting. Sometimes we turn that switch on when needed, um, but we're not unconsciously driven to be the best. We usually prefer simplicity and ease. That's what we're going for. Um, There is this motto that nines have, and it is, why be the best when I can be at rest? That's our official bumper sticker. Um, I just made that up, by the way. That's not the nine's official motto. That was just like something I pulled out of my butt. But it could be a type nine bumper sticker if we had one. But anyway, so back to what happened before my trip to Maine, because it does relate to today's topic, I promise. I actually did want to, like I said, pre-record a podcast episode, but with all the packing and the prep and then my two-year-old daughter, you know, she burned her hand on one of those 4th of July firecracker sparkle sticks while I was packing. I didn't get to do it. I didn't get to record an episode for you. And I also didn't want to lose sleep over it and just push through the night trying to get that done because I had many, many, many hours of driving ahead of me the next day. Um, But here's the thing. That's not the huge mistake that I want to focus on. You want to know how nines really mess up when it comes to consistency? It's not the poor time management or the actual failing to be consistent. Nope. It's actually in the shame around it. The error, the true error is in the shame. We have so much shame around not being able to be more like threes Um, and to to be, um, you know, to like miss the mark and not naturally uh, be able to reach all the goals and get all the things done. And part of this shame comes from just living in a world that wants us and sometimes needs us to operate uh, more like threes, like at work um, or culturally, you know, especially here in the U.S. where work and hustle culture are prized, or maybe we're just juggling lots of family obligations and it feels awful to fail, quote unquote, fail your family or your kids when you don't have all your stuff together, you know? Nines, my heart goes out to you because I know that it's easy to fall into um, that shame spiral that comes from failing to get stuff done. Like, just regular grown-up stuff that other people seem to be able to do with no problem, like staying organized and on top of every little detail and deadline, or, you know, having a big dream and then um, having these huge flashy life accomplishments around it, or just having the, the drive, the hustle, and nonstop energy to seemingly do it all like your three-wing-two sister or your eight-wing-seven best friend. We are nines, and we're built differently. It's nothing to be ashamed about. And in fact, we need to lean into embracing who we are, 
um, embracing the fact that we need space. We need time. Embrace your pace. I love that expression for us. Embrace your pace. So please don't beat yourself up for not always, you know, rocking those type three vibes, um, you know, which we're lovingly encouraged to do in all the wise Enneagram books. Um, you know, side note, honestly, we're encouraged to tap into our inner type three when it counts, you know, when the stakes are high, when it comes to things that really matter to us. But no one is asking you to be a type three instead of a nine. Okay. Let's get really clear on that distinction. We can utilize our type three abilities. We have that in us, but no one is asking you to be a three instead of a nine because threes aren't better than nines. No number is or no type is better than the other. It's just different ways of um, operating unconsciously and consciously. So instead of having three envy or, you know, having shame around not operating like a three, let's instead honor who and how we are. So when it comes to consistency, which uh, many nines struggle with, not all the time, like I said, but it, it happens quite a lot. What if instead of consistency, we aim for something else? What if instead of being consistent, we aim to be persistent? Here's what it means to be persistent instead of consistent. It means that if you mess up, you give yourself a lot of grace. It means not giving up even after a mistake. Um, it means dusting yourself off and trying again and again and again and again. And there's no shame in that. It's like you almost expect it. You know that you'll, you know, come off the tracks and then you'll get back right on, on, on the tracks again. And that's, that's it. That's life. It wasn't actually like a mistake and now you have to, you know, now you have to beg for forgiveness and and try to, you know, earn your sainthood back. Nope. It's just part of life. You go off the track and you get back on the track, on and off, on and off. It matters less that you nail it every time. It matters more that you get back on the saddle again. You got to keep going, you know, and the shame, the guilt, there's no need for that. So for example, let's just say you want to live a healthier, more active lifestyle and, and you're really committed to this. You know, you have specific health goals in mind and you really want to do it. This is your year. You're going to do it. But then your family has, you know, a celebratory brunch and you order the eggs, bacon, and a side of French toast. Um, that day isn't a wash just because you started off with, you know, tons of sugar and, and, and grease and fat. No shame is necessary. You enjoyed that. You indulged. 
you can start fresh beginning later in the day at dinner or even the next day. Shame about it does not help. In fact, shame actually makes things worse because then you'll begin to sabotage your goals and you're going to feel like a failure. So in terms of this health example, um, you know, because you have shame around what you ate, you're more likely likely to say, well, you know, I already screwed up this morning. I'm a failure. I'm so bad at dieting and exercise. I'm just not going to eat well for the rest of the day. I'm going to skip my workout for today because whatever, today is already a wash. Um, I already screwed up. So I suck. This is so hard. I don't have willpower. No wonder why I'm so unhealthy, yada, yada, yada. You see how the shame affects how you feel about yourself and what you think about yourself, and then in turn, it affects your actions? Okay, same goes with, um, let's say, this other goal that many of us have, keeping your home clean and organized. So, you know, let's say you've fallen behind with things and the house is a mess and the kitchen is so bad that, like, you can't even cook the next meal because you can't even, you don't even have space to cook the next meal. That's how messy it is in the kitchen, right? And you think, oh, if I had just been cleaning as I went, I wouldn't be here right now, um, you know, and then you begin avoiding cleaning because you're like, well, if I cleaned for five or 10 minutes, it wouldn't even make a dent in the problem. So instead, I'm just going to scroll on my phone for now. And then, you know, maybe later when I absolutely have to clean, the kids are begging me for food, I guess that's when I'll clear up the sink. Um, yes, I will do that later. Uh, I'm so bad at cleaning this house. I made a promise to myself that I'd clean a little every night. But with all the social plans that happened this weekend, I didn't do it. Um, maybe I should take a week off of work next month and just do a deep clean. Yeah, because anything I do right now won't help. It won't be enough. Uh, I wish I had just stuck to my plan for cleaning for a few minutes every night. So, okay. So in this example, instead of feeling shame and guilt about not being consistent with your cleaning and with your goal of cleaning a little bit every night, you could just be like, well, crap, I didn't clean last night, so let me just tidy up for like 10 minutes while the pasta is boiling for dinner. That, my friends, is what persistence looks like. You're committed to the goal long term and you're kind to yourself throughout the process. You'll have better results this way and you'll feel better emotionally when you aim for persistence and not just consistence, because consistency. Um, I posted this quote on my Instagram uh, several weeks ago and I love it. It's related. Um, it says the phrase, go big or go home. But then that phrase is crossed out and underneath it, it says, go small and show up. Go small and show up. I love that for nines. Um, all right. So one last thing I do want to stick in here. I, I want to say bravo to you when you can be consistent with things because I'm not knocking that ability. 
I've been consistent with my health goals recently and it feels great. Um, but I wasn't perfect. That said, it really doesn't bug me that I've been imperfect because guess who's going on a power walk later today and drinking a green shake, even though, you know, there are some chips, potato chips thrown in here and there in between. Guess who is going to be persistent? This nine. That's who. Because as a nine who is on this path of learning to listen to my body, listen to my needs and desires, and actually honor them, I was designed to be someone who is persistent in times when I am not consistent. Also, I have to give credit to the source of this wisdom that I'm bringing to you today, this idea of uh, persistence over consistency. I listened to a podcast called I Have ADHD by Kristen Carter. Now, I have not been diagnosed with ADHD and I don't meet the criteria for it. However, I've found it so helpful to me as a nine who is often seeking comfort and peace through distractions to learn from that community the ADHD community and all the experts within it. So go check out that podcast. Again, it's called I Have ADHD. um, And the host, uh, Kristen Carter, is so funny. And she's a really fabulous and talented life coach. All right, nines. That's all I got for you today. Remember, your needs, desires, big dreams, and little preferences matter because they matter to you and you matter. Peace out, peacemakers. Hey, Type 9. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Did you know that when I'm not recording for this podcast, I'm a trained counselor turned astrologer and intuitive card reader who specifically supports Type 9s? I hold up a mirror to your true essence, to your needs and desires, to the true you beneath your Type 9 exterior, and to the themes of your unique hero's journey. Whether you've got a question around your career, relationships, or life purpose, or if you're at a crossroads and you're not sure how to move forward, there's a message you're meant to hear right now in this specific season of your life. It comes from the divine within you, and I can help you access that guidance. Check out KimberlyEclipse.com for more information on how to book a reading, or find me on Instagram. I'm at Kimberly.Eclipse. See you there.